going to start recording the podcast now. Welcome to Connect the Dots Gambling Podcast with your hosts, myself, Andrew, my dad, Mickey. How are you, sir? Good. Not too bad. Not too bad. Hanging in there. Loving 60. Doing the same. Well, I'm not 60, but also hanging in there. We were perfectly halved. 1630? Yep. Yeah. That won't happen again. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it will not align like that. <laughs> not unless you make it to... No, it wouldn't, because I was going to say, if you make it to... It'd have to be another 30 years, right? So, you'd have to be... No, if he makes it to 80 and you're 40, that's half. That's not 10 years, though. He'll be 80 in 20 years. You know, I'll be 40 in 10 years. Right. Yeah, yeah, we'll work. Right. We'll, yeah, it's we'll, an, it's you know, an algebra <laughs> problem. We'll, we'll take it up another time, or Robbie, if it drives you nuts, go ahead and get on that. We'll, we'll snag well, the white COVID mat is definitely we'll, uh, in play. We'll work it out. But we have finally reached the conference championships. We're done with the di- divisional round. Kind of a dud, right? The divisional round wasn't as exciting. As the wild card round, I think. And from the general public, if you like scoring, yeah. The, you know, the scoring was down. It was more realistic football, frauds, giants kind of waited for that shoe to drop. Mm-hmm. As much as I started to believe in Danny Dice. I know, it's and then it just, We knew all year they were frauds. Yeah, and then it just it reveals itself. It's yeah. like, no, scrape it away. Everybody fell in love with the this Philly team, and everybody's still in love with Philly. Um, we're on the precipice of history, potentially. Oh, Yeah. No rookie quarterback has gotten out of this round a winner and or won the Super Bowl. Interesting. So, well, yeah, because I guess it wasn't Brady. Brady didn't start his rookie year. No. no so this is historic. In. So if a San Francisco win, uh, it will definitely be the Brockett ship will be uh, in a historic spot. Yeah, it's 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 interesting because all the quarterbacks are, are pretty young, right? I think the oldest quarterback left is Mahomes, and he's 27, 28, something like that. Yeah, I so. think they were showing some stats. This is the first time ever, too, where you have two guys 25 under at yeah. this juncture. That would be Hurts and Purdy. Yeah, that kind of you know validates what you're saying. You know, This is something that's we haven't seen before. Changing the guard. I mean, we got some usual suspects. We got... Uh, Kansas City and Cincinnati back, a rematch of the AFC Championship game of last year. Philadelphia and San Francisco. Did San Francisco make the conference championship game last year? No, the Rams got him. Remember, it was that. That's right. That dude dropped the interception. Right, and, and then, then that's where yeah. it was, I think, beating a team three times. Da, 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 da. Yeah. San Francisco yeah. had owned them. Kind yeah. of where we're at with Cincinnati, honestly, when you think about connecting the mm-hmm. dots. You know, before we went on air, as always, we were talking NFL before we get on the podcast. And, always. And I referenced that uh, the Bengals head coach had beaten the Walworths three times. Because mm-hmm. when I ran through the checklist, I said, quarterbacks, check, even. Receivers, clearly Bengals. Defense, I give to the Bengals. And then I said the coaches were awash. And, and the guy said, you know, you can't you can't dismiss Andy like that. If, if you made me pick one to coach my team, I'm picking Andy. Like every single time. But I don't think Zach Taylor uh, is super far off. Like you, you can't argue with the results. We didn't you have know? a podcast last year, but I was big on Zach Taylor. I was so I upset. I was not. <laughs> I was so upset that they gave it to the Tennessee head coach, Ray Boland, uh, I still dislike Tennessee for all the right reasons. They're just, you know, it's bad product. We haven't brought up the bad product in a while, but I, I think, yeah, in all fairness, there's been some bad football this year. 
And oh, I think, absolutely. It gets it gets mass you know uh, masqueraded as parody, but like it's not. I think Tom Brady said it like during the season. Like this football sucks. <laughs> There's some bad teams out here, including mine. Like this, this yeah, squad. It, it, it is was. Yeah, they showed up to the playoffs just like they played the regular season. But it was it was fun. So we've we've talked uh, a little bit about the teams, but let's quickly run through the divisional round. Everybody knows what happened, but everyone's paths there. The Chiefs beat the Jaguars uh, at home. Did not cover, however. Kansas no, we City got the back door. Cover. Yeah, thank you, Jacksonville, for tossing the late field goal in there. Much appreciated. Had to. Love it. <clears throat> the Giants got absolutely fucking mud-stomped by the Eagles. Just embarrassed them. Mud hole. 38 to, it wasn't even close from the rip. Um, the Bengals, same thing with the Bills. That game never felt close either. Even though there were points where it was like, oh, Buffalo's only behind a touchdown. They're only behind a field goal, whatever, whatever. It felt like Cincinnati was in control the entire game. But we kind of thought that might be the case. I know people were yeah. thinking. That was our best bet of the weekend, Cincinnati Moneyline. Yeah, it was all the, over. the DeMar and all of that. In my logic to you, and last year, if you go all the way back to last year, mm-hmm. we did not have the podcast, but toss the bills out. Always. Always toss Forever. the bills Forever. Toss out. the bills out. Cursed. And besides that, they're they're talking about bad product. Their last six weeks coming out of the season, like you're saying, it was kind of hidden in a way. Mm-hmm. It's like, and we had started talking about it. They, they need to become more of a running game. You know, there's some things, some deficiencies that we're seeing, but they were outclassed in so many ways. It was not a game. And it's weird to say because Josh Allen had a terrific season, but it feels like he's regressed a little bit. Like, there's a lot of turnovers, and that could be injury-related. They're saying his elbow is fucked up. I don't know enough about football, probably to even be on a podcast about football. Yeah. But I will say it's same. We are disqualified. That that felt like, no. Yeah. I know. We might as well be talking, uh, like, surgery. But to my point, that offense is weird to me because you would think a team would want to be able to block and run. To me, yeah. it, it feels like they're more comfortable pass blocking. Because Josh is such a dangerous runner. They want to runner. take it in chunks. They want you just to get the hell out of there, do your thing, and be mm-hmm. this, this you know, as, as Tony Romo likes to call him, an alien. But I think in some ways, for me, it does kind of start with that offensive line and the mentality. That should be they a run first around. team. Yeah, they got that should be a run around. first team. They couldn't do shit. And, you know, not to go on a tangent, but that guy getting hired as the offensive coordinator for the Jets, is that the worst move in football history? <laughs> Hack it? What the fuck? Well, you know, you have to look at uh, the dominance of the Broncos offense last season, and you're like, well, absolutely, I need that guy on my coaching staff. Oh my goodness. You know, well, I think a lot of it's kind of like the, he's Aaron Rodgers, buddy. it's, it's a Adam Gase syndrome. You know, Adam Gase stood next to Peyton Manning for a few years, got a couple head coaching gigs off. And like, well, he was Peyton Manning. He's Peyton Manning's guy. He's Broncos offense coordinator. Like Peyton Manning called the offense, not <laughs> yeah. Adam fucking Gase. <laughs> Jeff Saturday at times called the indie <laughs> offense at times, yeah. right? But you fucking block. <laughs> but you fucking block. block. I'll go I'll fucking call the place. You block. Um, and then the same thing with Hackett. He stood next to Aaron Rodgers for a couple years. And you're like, oh, yeah, that guy. He, yeah, he must obviously be knows what he's doing. It's like, no, he's a really? dick. He fucking, fucking sucks. His offense is in Jacksonville sucked. I guess we do go negative on the show a lot. Scott Forstall, you're sure. really on to something. That's, oh, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I have a podcast where you're not going to bitch about everything. Yeah, like what the fuck's even the point then? <laughs> but we digress. We went off on a Wash Patrick Mahomes road. balls for an hour. I'm not going to do that. So, yeah, so Cincinnati, and again, it's hard for me. As those games concluded, mm-hmm. I immediately bent Cincinnati knowing I had all these bets already in my exactas, including Cincinnati, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um I'm less confident that San Francisco can beat the Eagles than I am about Cincinnati beating KC. 
Yeah. Yeah, the Eagles are an interesting case. And the Cincinnati-Kansas thing, well, Kansas City thing, we'll dive into here in a, in a second because I did want to touch on the 49ers briefly. 19-12 uh, game against the Cowboys. That was probably the most entertaining game, even though it wasn't high scoring. It was, like, impressive defense from but, both sides. And, and if you even go back, again, because I'm trying to connect the dots here, you know, there was a conversation we had at one time where you were trying to tell me that the Cowboys' offense was prolific. I'm like, no, 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 fuck that. It's the defense that sets up the yeah. offense, and da 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 da. I thought the defense played inspired football. I thought defense They're came great. out. I thought Dallas really played hard. I think they really got hurt when their back, their best back, got injured. And it, yeah, when Tony Pollard went out, you could see that. Like, yeah, it was just like, oh shit, for, that was my chunk it, guy. It's, it's, is Dak Prescott just bad? I don't know. I say it too loud, but like. Oh, he came off the best game of his career, but everything has to be visually in front of him. Because, again, people will block out games they don't want to talk about. But mm-hmm. you saw it again. And when they played the Commanders, he threw an out that should have been picked and it was dropped. And mm-hmm. it would have been housed. And I'll tell you, it was within the same series or within the same set of downs or the very next opportunity he fucking did it again and got fucking house for a pick yeah he is a stubborn quarterback that has these moments and people will buy that as a halo i think he's in that sean watson mode not well, as good i think i think deshaun watson if you exclude the sexual assault when he was playing before all the suspension and the time off, he was a top five quarterback talent wise. Like he could do some pretty special was things. Was I don't know if he'll be. get there. I don't know if Dak was ever a guy they looked at like maybe top five. I always felt like he was more in that Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr neighborhood, and he I, might I, be kind of sliding. Yeah, I'd rather back have Kirk in that. Well, yeah, yeah, I had to use yeah, Dak all year sure. long in fantasy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I already knew what I knew. He was never going to set the world on fire. He's not going to be the kind of guy. I would rather have Kirk down 10 than Dak down 10 every game forever. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Um, so that brings us to our final our final four here. Uh, it seems like things shook out kind of the way they were supposed to, right? These are four really good teams. We've kind of known that all year. The Bengals stumbled a little bit out of the blocks, but once they hit their stride, they didn't really look back. No, the best yeah, team and they covered exiting, like yeah, ab- best absurd team amount exiting the season, and then and Philly came out you as the what? best team entering the season. Maybe that's the key. The team that we think is good stumbles out of the gate. Maybe Vegas goes a little soft on them, and then that's how they rack up those covers. Yeah, it's funny because we were talking about, and we'll come back to that next Something year too. The about pocket how we were for trying next to year. identify which teams cover and don't cover. Yeah, the hangover, the halo. You know, we know Kansas City's always an overinflated line, mm-hmm. just because everybody's just so still like, bad on them though. Yeah, still even to this, Fucked even up. as we're going through it. Um, so yeah, kind of, kind of what we thought, but reinforced in ways that, again, depending where you started betting your. Exactus or your playoff mm-hmm. um, futures is kind of where you get the value. So, for sure, um, you know, been on San Francisco for a while in Cincinnati. Obviously, I think it's hard to ignore what they do. Let's start there. Let's start with San Francisco at Philadelphia because that's the first game on Sunday, three o'clock window. The Eagles right now, as we're recording on Friday at seven o'clock, are a two and a half point favorite. The over under in that game is forty six. The money line is Philadelphia minus 150, San Francisco plus 130. So we've already talked before on the show about how invested we are in San Francisco. That's kind of been our horse to win the Super Bowl for a long time. Even through the Purdy situation, we've been 
49ers truthers throughout this season. Um, I was beating the drum for the Eagles early on. Um, going way back, I, I kind of liked the Nick Sirianni for uh, Coach of the Year. Coach of the Year, which I never pulled the trigger on, which will which will haunt me because it feels like it's going to be him. Um, or Dayball, but probably Sirianni. And, and I would in say. retrospect, yeah, if they did the voting in the regular season, yeah, Dayball has a shot, but not after the playoffs. So we lost. saw last round. We just talked about it. the Eagles were kind of a juggernaut all year. Uh, Hurts got hurt towards the end, so they kind of stumbled a little bit. Still ended up with the one seed. Um, still awesome. Their pass rush is just like bonkers. They have like ten dudes. They rotate in and out, and they're just yeah, constantly it, getting it, after your quarterback. It's like Twenty sacks more than any other. It's team. fucked up, man. It, it's it's crazy um the offense is explosive can run the ball like nobody's business hurts has been awesome um so i don't i think this is definitely the biggest challenge in our way for our 49ers super bowl now in i was kind of hoping somebody would knock off the eagles in that big win did you notice anything that you thought was interesting different or about the eagles Okay, so in a big win, it's hard to okay. catch anything. Yeah, it just felt it just felt like a tidal wave that the Giants could never recover from. You know, like you're like you're sitting sitting on the beach and you're building your sandcastle and you weren't paying attention and the tide's creeping up a little bit and all of a sudden, oh, here's a big wave and then you're trying to get your footing and then another one knocks you over, another one knocks you over. So I didn't notice anything that stood out other than. Jesus Christ, this team's way better than the Giants. Yeah, I, I thought I caught some glimpses of A.J. Brown kind of pouting. Oh, yeah? In a victory. Okay. Which, again, I understand why receivers are setting they, they the mark. Like, and they're kind of, like they're, you, you know, yeah. they're kind of diva-ish. So I found that interesting. They did throw at him 10 times, so I don't know what he could have been pouting for. He had four catches. Um, no TDs. I had 95 yards. Maybe he just thought his matchup was that, and that it could have just you feed know me more. feed me more. So yeah. um, they didn't need to though. They were they were housing him. Yeah, I tried to go back, and again, I don't typically do this because we don't really truly believe in you know. If I'm watching Week 13, KC, Cincy, mm-hmm. that was then. This is now. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you did last week. Nor do I care what you did. Like, yeah. yeah, but I did want to know, and I went back to look at the losses. What were the scores and what were the teams that beat Philly? Okay. So, New Orleans struck me. And it could have been Minshew-ish. You know, so there's that sure. lag. So, I don't yeah. know if I can take that. But I did look. Washington. Uh, Dallas was able to beat them. Uh, I think Washington was, a, was the first one, right? That was the, the Monday night Yeah, game. and I think there's one other team. I think they had four losses, if I'm correct. I don't know. Do they have three losses or four? I'm pretty sure they won 13. But the, but the common games. thread would be... To beat the Eagles, you need what? They were fifteen and three. So those well, are three losses three with the playoff. Uh, yeah. Those are three losses, and Dallas and a, and a shootout. Washington just handily dog slapped the shit out of them, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then a weird Minshew Saints game. Yeah, but I don't know. Was it weird? What I'm trying to get at, what I'm trying to say is. You're going to need a hell of a defense to beat Philadelphia. You're leading in talking about yeah. how prolific they are on mm-hmm. offense. Great offensive line, great wide um, receivers, great running. I did hit the. I, I did over bet Jalen. I had him twice. Oh, by the way, since January. <laughs> okay. I created um, a bet group. It was going to be connected dots and couldn't figure out how to add people. So there was one member in that group. It was me. <laughs> so then I get I get the Kevins. Which shout out to the to, to the Kevins collectively. They created a group, so there's four of us in the group. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Rose, there's there's 
since we've started in January, there's 244 bets in this group with the Karis boys. <laughs> so Kevin and, and baby Corey and uh, Matt, their friend. Keith. And Keith, potentially. <laughs> so then I'm thinking, wow, that's a lot of bets for a group of dudes. And then I jumped to the one where I created for myself. It was just me. <laughs> Take a shot. How many of you think the old bear had? Wager since January. So transactions. 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 Knowing that this this tri-state county is incredibly degenerate. I would say you probably accounted for probably close to 100 of those bets. 154 (laughs) out of 240. So I amassed more bets than three or four other dudes. And it's really crazy because... they're not really about that life then. That that feels like a... But still, even if you do the math, let's say it was four weeks. Uh That sounds almost implausible that I made 154 (laughs) wagers. Right? Well, you think... Four into 150... I mean, just football weekends alone, that's like 20 ways. Well, yeah, right now there. That you're sitting on the couch and it's fucking single game sure. this, single that. Yeah, you're betting and on golf. And, right, yeah. and then I make mistakes. Like, I bet under twice on sure, rushing totals <laughs> on the on the Philly quarterback because I didn't think he'd run with a bum shoulder, and he didn't. <laughs> so, uh, again, guys, we never say that you should bet parlays. We think you shouldn't. We don't think you should bet teases. No. Now I'm going to start preaching you shouldn't bet these single game same game parlays well all of it because you can just do like the kicker like I was doing over one and a half Mm -hmm. or Boza for a sack so just play your props in general you're swearing don't play the props yeah Yeah, because I think that's where I'm truly well you can make exceptions for the playoffs because there's less games so playoffs it's okay again 154 bats I need to be hitting 80 of those and it's kind of my my balance has stayed around the same if you find a random tip in a weird place you have to place that bet no matter what it is did I mention this before about how slick DraftKing is and understanding the degenerate mind that they No. Well, typically to log in, I you know, I had this email and this long ass password that I created. Fingerprint. Well, not only that, yeah, pin number, four numbers, like boom, boom, yeah, like, yeah, like get in and bet yeah. because we have in game betting. Don't fucking slow yourself down typing twelve digits. Yeah, and you like can fucking thumbprint or four. It's like get in here now. It's fucking hot in here. With that being said, we talked about the Eagles' offense. Uh, their defense, also really good. Some great players in the secondary, guys like the, the criminally underrated Darius Slay, James Bradbury. <laughs> I, I laugh because it reminds me of a criminal. I don't know why. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. You say criminal, I'm thinking criminal, okay. Is that just the name? Darius well, Slay? It does sound nefarious. Well, and I think when you you're see not guys black lurking, thing, correct? No, <laughs> I think when you're lurking in the secondary, like, and you're trying to steal and steal a football and the interceptions uh-huh. and all the bad things and the intent that you bring with it, okay, it's very malicious in the sense that, yeah, I'm here to snatch your soul and everything and then send you back home, you know. So, yeah, criminally. Well, I guess if we're going to talk criminal, San Francisco guy got charged with domestic violence. <laughs> what? Who's that? One of the linemen, a defensive lineman. Like recently? Yeah, like the other day. They're like, we'll let it play out. I'm like, shit, yeah, you let it play out. You got to gain the play. It was like one of the good ones, like Bosa? Uh, no, it was one that rotates in. I feel like I would have heard that. Yeah, no, Bosa wouldn't do that. Well, you don't know that, but... (sighs) You do not know. Um, And then again, we talked about their uh, marauding defensive line of just pass rushers that just rotate in. Which I think feeds into what you're saying, because I don't know enough about football, but they play this weird shell where they'll let you have things underneath because they know that their pass rush is going to get you quick. And they're going to have that, like, like two defensive lines behind them, the linebackers and the secondary guys coming up, which allows guys to get 
the interceptions, the extracurriculars. Keeping dudes fresh when they yeah. rotate them in. San Francisco, on the flip side, offense has been pretty good. No issues. Purdy's been pretty steering good. the ship. Pretty yeah, good. Right. Pretty, pretty, good. Pretty, pretty good. McCaffrey's been awesome. A little calf thing, a little bothersome. Yeah, all right. The other guy ran hard. Kittle still running around. Eli, uh, uh, Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, he's good. He ran hard, but I, I thought maybe he might have a, an injury destiny. You know, he designation. Might. Yeah. Um, you got Debo running around. You got Ayuk running around. George Kittle made a great catch, juggling catch in that game against catch. Dallas. In, in, a, in a huge time. And then on the flip side, I get most excited watching the 49ers defense. I, I think they're one of the most fun defenses to watch. Yeah, I've been seeing that since week five. Crazy linebackers. Fred Warner, like, covers, like... You know, and then number seven, he's what's his ward? Ward, Chavarius Ward. Yeah, so yeah. I like the fact that San Francisco's played in my mind this team before, minus um, when I'm saying that I'm referring to Seattle receiving core. So, in my mind, San Francisco has seen this. You're going to bring a big AJ Brown at me. We got that. Well, something to keep in mind DK, DK had a good game though in the, the playoffs. Si- the, in the playoffs. Yeah. But before that, yeah. trust me when I tell you, that dude was fucking number seven, was on that cat like it was his jersey. I'm like, that, that, well, that he, Seahawks receiver. He was game. Yeah, no, he wasn't. He yeah. wasn't in within three yards of that touchdown throw, but that was a hell of a throw. But you know, San Francisco's defense is, is where it's at because think about that again. When I tried to bring those stats up to the old guys at the poker table, you know, they, they, the thing of no 25 year old, no 23 year old, no rookie could ever win mm-hmm. the championship game or let alone win a Super Bowl. I didn't, again, I didn't have the heart to tell them, are you sure? Because you only need to score 19, in some cases, 17, you know, to be truthful about it. He just might win. He's seemed pretty unfazed every step of the way. Um, looking at defensive DVOA rankings 49ers were first Philadelphia was sixth so we're talking about two top five defensive units on offense Philadelphia was third San Francisco was sixth so it's a real strength versus strength but it almost feels like strength versus strength versus strength versus strength you know they're all four strengths they're just two really well constructed teams really well coached teams uh, it's in Philadelphia it's going to be cold I don't know what the weather's going to be like I try not to let the weather factor in unless it's you know like hey you can't even like attempt to pass in this type of weather so I'm not too worried about that whatever it may be it, it could definitely be showers with a high of 50 maybe a low of 39 just reading off the bottom here. Not so bad. Not bad. The link um, will be rowdy. Always. I mean, expect to get a battery thrown at your head for sure. Sure. No, so it's not not a not a double A. We're talking like a, fat D, ass, a D battery, like car batteries, a nine car, <laughs> car <laughs> battery from the upper <laughs> deck. That can take your head off. They've got like uh, two bras like tied together, and they're loading car batteries into them, and got like a fucking. Oh wow. So that brings us to what we're doing for this game. What are we betting? Uh, we talked a little bit up on, on the phone. Since we're so heavily invested in San Francisco, it feels like I should just kind of bet Philadelphia to hedge hedge my San Francisco futures. Yeah, and what we're talking about here, guys, is, you know, like next level. You know, when we're talking hedges, for example, if Cincinnati and San Francisco both win, regardless of the Super Bowl outcome, Gucci. I stand to make 
like $800. It's best case scenario. Right. That being said, what fucks up the ointment would be... Philadelphia, 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 Kansas City, Kansas Kansas City, City, Philadelphia. So then you have to start figuring out, okay, how am I going to hedge this? Is it going to be a hedge where I take the money line? Is it going to be a hedge where I create an exacta that goes, that includes the Eagles and then one that includes KC and how do you go about it? So here's the honest to goodness truth of how I reacted to what I saw in real time. As soon as the game's wrapped and I could bet Cincinnati (laughs) on it and probably bet it too much to where I got nervous. I'm like, oh shit. Now I'm over leveraging on, I'm buying too much of Cincinnati. That stock could tank easily. Could tank. Um, So then, you know, where do I want to go with that? And then the the KC money line got to the point where I could just almost get it even money. Mm -hmm. So then I did have to start taking some positions on Kansas City. And the same with Philadelphia. I didn't just do it on the game, though. I took it a step further and then... You know, I told you this. I bet all eight exactes that you could bet for the Super <laughs> yeah, Bowl. Yeah, you just covered all your bases. Um, yeah. DraftKings has percentages on here. It looks like 47% of the money line is on San Francisco. 53% is on Philadelphia. Even lay in the minus 150 juice. Um, the spread heavily eagles minus 2.5, 74%. Um, and the over-under, 61% of people are on the under, according to DraftKings. Yeah, if you're running from the herd, you're taking San Francisco, you're taking mm-hmm. the under. And here's the thing. I really want to take San Francisco, but what does that do for me? So I, I kind of got away the, the pleasure. If, if I didn't have San Francisco futures, I would take the 49ers and the points. That's what I would be right. doing. But since I'm in the situation I'm in, I also don't feel bad taking the Eagles and probably laying the 2.5 because I don't like that minus 150. Well, it's minus 120. To lay the two so point three zero is the difference. So weigh yeah, it so out. So maybe just take the Eagles money line, or do what I did. Go find yourself an exacta that agrees with you. Gotcha. So you could go Eagles Cincy, right? And it might yeah. give you a better return. But then you're going to have to box the next game too. You're going to have to box the Eagles with Kansas City. Mm-hmm. You're kind of almost forced. Well, no, you're just you're just asking me to do the same thing because then the advice is going to be the same thing in Kansas City. Just right. bet all the possible outcomes yeah, just, well, and try to break even or make a tiny profit. That's why I say put it all you know down and look at it again on paper because again, yes, I do have all eight exactors, but they pay differently. So I'll just read through these real quick. And this isn't the total it. sum of all my future plays because again, you, the, you don't get 154 so, plays yeah, out without fucking so having a lot. Random ones out there. Cincinnati over San Francisco, and again, the team I'm putting on top has to win. That pays 460. Okay. San Fran over Cincy pays 350. San Fran over KC 112. KC over San Fran 70. And these are predicated on the same amounts that I wagered. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can tell where you got them in the season. The bigger ones, obviously, I bet earlier, six yeah. eight weeks ago. Yep. Um, Philly over Cincy's 60. If you flip it, you go Cincy over Philly. It's 70. So it's a little bit better. Um, the most prohibitive outcome that they think will happen will be uh, Philly over Casey in the Super Bowl. And then you can go the other way, go Casey over Philly. I love that because we've been on San Francisco and Cincinnati. So if the favorite is KC, Philadelphia, that makes me feel good. But again, the public's been so fucking wrong in Kansas City for two years. There's nobody watching. Here's the thing. They've won a shit ton of games. Won more games in two years than any other club. But again, the team that fucking routinely beats them is the Bengals. Well, let's 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 talk about it then. The Bengals again looked great last round. They're talking a lot of shit. They're a very confident bunch. Pat Mahomes and his horrific ankle injury seems to be uh, healed 
by the miracle workers in, in Kansas City, so he's walking around just fine. So no worries there. Although Kelsey did pop up on the injury report today, some type of back issue. It's those bath I'd be, bombs. I'd be very surprised if uh, Kelsey didn't play. Um, this seems like a team, and you're not on social media, but it's playing out a lot on social media, two teams that genuinely have beef. Like, the, the Chiefs are bothered that the Bengals have beat them the last three times. The be. Bengals feel like, yeah, we're better than you. Fuck you is kind of where the Bengals are at. I, I think the Bengals do have that persona of we're disrespected. We don't get the respect we deserve. The NFL, the shield is basically against us. Now we have to fucking put it in them. And yeah. there is something about, you know, Herb Street called him, that dude's different. You okay. know, that dude's different. So... Joe Burrow, again, I could be totally off the base. I'm so in love with Cincinnati because they do the mm-hmm. one thing that better than any other team in the NFL, which is always one of the things that drive me crazy. They're the best tackling team in football. Without exception, it's a fact. And I was talking to a guy about it at the poker table, and he's a um, sports um, what agent. Here okay. in Youngstown area. Oh, okay. And some guys that went to YSU, the, you know, I, I don't know if it's a sport agency. I'll try to get the name of it next time so I can give him some love on, on the show. But he's, he says, yeah, two of those guys are our guys, the two linebackers. So he has two linebackers. I'm like, yeah, I, I love the fact that they fucking get it. They tackle. Mm-hmm. And it's not always, you can get yards, some yards, but you don't get those those breakaways. You'll have an occasional one. You're going to have trouble with mm-hmm. Kelsey situationally and some other things. But honestly, I watched that entire game. I couldn't tell you if there was a Casey receiver that caught four balls. And the All scheme. I saw was a tight end catching 14. And it's like burned into my brain. And the scheme is like bulletproof. Like Big Lou, the defensive coordinator, Lou Amarillo. Yeah. Fucking awesome. He's cooking up some like heinous shit uh, against the Bills. Their corner... Mike Hilton had like five quarterback pressures, like, and the Bills just couldn't like they couldn't handle it. Like it's it's incredible. So I'm very excited to see that matchup unfold. The Bengals defense and Kansas City's offense. Uh, it's going to be really really fun. Um, I'm just worried because I base a lot of the things I do off vibes. Kansas City is now getting some of that underdog. Nobody believes in us. The Bengals have beat us last few times. They're calling Arrowhead Burrowhead. Because Joe Burrow, the last time he was there, fucked him up. So there's 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 that going on, and they're taking note, and they're getting that additional. Yeah, I'm, additional I'm sure. So all that's of that, that's merely a vibe. It, it's a vibe. Yeah. Here's where I would counter that vibe. Okay, there was a vibe last week, and if you were watching pregame or leading up to it, yeah, it was like he's in the house. His, his family's in the lows. This yeah. is, you know, and then you you actually start buying into him. It's like, I better get some shares on Buffalo yeah. just to hedge the Cincinnati shit because this shit could get real. And it's like, not fucking real. You know what's real? It's a team that fucking tackles. That's fucking real. Right? Because if you ever wanted to be soft, there's a time and a yeah. place, and that wasn't the time because they don't give a fuck. They're like, sorry, you had that unfortunate accident. People have heart attacks all the time. I'm here to fuck you up. <laughs> and that's exactly what they did. But they do it in a way that I'm so confident. Like when you look at any other team in the playoffs, I think any one of them outside of Cincinnati could muff a punt. There's not a fiber in me that believes that Cincinnati would ever muff a punt. Ever. It's just not how they're coached. 
the way they tackle, the way they go about blocking. Oh, the three guys out on the line. So what do they do? They fucking turn their backs loose and just fucking mollywop your ass with the fucking guys that are on the practice squad. Yeah, that that was the one thing that people what, were worried that's about. Coaching didn't that's, matter. That's who you are. Burrow wasn't touched, and they just turned. They just ran the ball down their throats. Yeah, it makes him look like he was ready to slap a college girl at a pizza place. He was fucking there. <laughs> He's fired up. He was fired up. I almost sent out the link, but it's so tragic to ever watch that thing. Um, yeah, don't, don't, no, don't, I don't. couldn't. But that's the, he looked like he, you know, again, that's you can get that footage, but uh, that team just speaks to me about what NFL teams should be like and how they should perform, you know. And uh, conversely, when you look at some teams that like did not want to attack on the playoffs, like Tampa Bay's defense, it was just like, it's just bad product. Well, according to percentage here on on DraftKings as well. Most of the public is on the same same wavelength. Sixty nine percent of the money is on Cincinnati's money line. Seventy four percent is on Cincinnati plus one and a half, and seventy one percent on the over. One thing I don't like about the way DraftKings does it, and the way uh, and I saw one of our guys use Yahoo Sports, like I use it, because mm-hmm. uh, it gives you transactions uh-huh. and then gives you money. Because they're two different things, right? Sure. Where are, the, where are the large? Right, because, yeah. you know, there could be some underlying thing. And I do think the public would be in there. So and I'm looking at Yahoo right now. It has percentage of bets. So let's just call that transactions. Okay. Money line, 57%. And they're using minus 125 for that number. Mm-hmm. Uh, percentage of the spread, KC, has 41% of that. And then the unders, under 48 at 30%. And then I click the money vibe, and it still kind of slices towards... Um, Cincinnati. I I don't put a lot of stock in the money line when it's it not comes. As, not as drastic, right? As because you're getting yeah. yeah. We did. I did, and you probably did too. I bet Cincinnati money line. I bet Cincinnati plus one and a half. I bet Cincinnati when I was uh, still getting plus points, and probably will do it again. I just got to yeah, realign my store. That is an interesting thing we should point out that the line has moved pretty significantly on this game. It started. I think it started Kansas City slight favorite. I got then, Cincinnati plus one and a half. Then went Cincinnati favorite, and then went back to Kansas City. Right. It kind of settled back to where And a lot of that was Mahomes-related, wanting to see how right. they practice. Right, and the way looked. the NFL wants to hold yeah. the information. Now, yeah, yeah. the curious thing was when you guys started posting about Kelsey could have an injury. If Mahomes was going to move it, I would assume an injury to that tight end would move it the same amount of points. If it was going to go three. So. I don't think so. Not the same amount of points. It's just not a percentage of the offense. He had 14 catches. He's a big percentage of that it. offense. But he's not Pat Mahomes. It's the trigger guy is, is much more important than the pass catcher. We shall see. If yeah. it moves three points because Kelsey's out, then I'll be validated. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's Let's true. See. Again, I'd be surprised if he doesn't play, but I don't know what's going on with his back. It may be fucked up. Who so does? the only thing left really is when we didn't talk about it. last week, you could have had the four unders. Yeah. Said it aloud, didn't do it. Didn't do it. Spoke it into existence. Right. Week one, yeah. it was all overs but one, then the unders. And yeah. it should have been four overs, but that guy missed all those extra points. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Munner. And uh, he got his field goal, so he got his swim back. So, again, past the exotics, gun to the head. Mm-hmm. We can't really give you directives simply because we're going to start hedging our bets. But I do mm-hmm. like San Francisco plus the points. Take the dog. Yeah. I do like Cincinnati. For me, it's just a better football team. I just take the Cincinnati money line. I wouldn't Cincinnati even bother. Money line. 
I got it at I, I even take, money. I wouldn't take the point and a half just because I think they're going to no, win. I, I got the money line at even money. Yeah. I'm like, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's do, do that. that. Let's just do that do right that. now. You probably have to pay a little bit now. I'm not sure what the money line is currently. But uh, it's still plus 100. Oh, it's perfect. Still, yeah, still just take money. that. Yeah, what do you need the point for? Don't bother with the point and a half. No, because then you're going to pay juice on that. Yeah. So, and then I think I'm just going to go under, under. Just simply because the herd's going over, over. So, fuck you, herd. Yeah. The most yeah, logical over fair. would be Kansas City Cincy, right? It would. Yeah, that, that's more likely. Unless than Cincinnati just shows up and just smothers you. And but, you know, who, who? I was going to say who knows what Dallas's defense did to San Francisco, but it's like, well, Philadelphia's got a good defense, too, so maybe the scoring's And I think I mentioned there. this on the last podcast, that teams were, were hiring head coaches that could mimic the physicality of San Francisco because they say after you play San Francisco, your your injury report like goes up exponentially. <laughs> beat the fuck and out I of really you. felt like, and again, if you go back to that game, I felt like they were hurting Cowboys players at an alarming rate. The twig I get, a twig gets snapped. There's nothing you can do about it. it I'm happens. not saying that's part of football and, and tough break for the top running back for Dallas. Zeke's like immediately like, oh, I'll take next money. Unless money come back next year. Zeke, fuck off. But anyhow, San Francisco will exact a toll on your player, so I'm interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Philly's slight receiver is a Devontae Smith. He's mm-hmm. a little guy. Let's fuck yeah. him up. Uh, I think put seven on the big guy, AJ, see where that goes. I expect that game to be a defensive. I, I think it's 2017. I couldn't I'm, tell you which way it's going. I'm super excited for both these games. These are genuinely super fun football games that should I be. can't wait to watch. Yeah, should both be competitive. I'm guessing a field goal. Yep. Somewhere yep. in that range. So, Depending on where you're at, San Francisco line has not moved at all. Not, no, not one iota. Nope. If anything, the total came down a little bit. Probably. And I see if you do like the under, wait a little bit longer because I think Kansas City will go up to 48 and a half and potentially 49. I can see that creeping up. Well, the because way. again, guys, if you get some more clarity yeah, on guys Kelsey. don't bet like I do right when the game ends. No. On Sunday, they yeah. wait till the weekend, like you did. Yeah, like, yeah. fuck, I'm off work. I got to walk the dogs. Let me fucking go to the grocery store, make sure I got some mm. toilet paper. Fire now I'm going to start fucking betting. Right. Yeah. So we'll see the big action come through the weekend um, and then see if that moves. But yeah, we've we've been on Cincinnati and San Francisco. I've been calling this matchup. This is it. San Francisco had this, five this wins. This is our Super Bowl. Yeah. This is the big weekend for us. And again, we what about have it? it? You know, we gotta have it. That's it for me, though. If, if it goes <laughs> since he's San Fran. So think about how enjoyable the Super Bowl is, because then I can just ah, it's yeah crazy. yeah now I got yeah. fourteen hundred dollars in the account. Let me slide some bigger wagers. Yeah, now uh, I can get a little goofy and still take a grand out of here. Yeah, um, yeah, that's you know, good. That's good times. Weird shit. That's good times. Um, you know, and I was curious if we'd be betting other things, and obviously you are. You're betting yes, NBA. Absolutely. Um, I, I was on a little bit of an NBA heater. Cooled off last night. Yeah, baby bear went crazy there for a minute. But, some uh, well, that's what you do. You make two in a row. You're gonna pull yeah, from half court for the next one. Yeah, get the honey out. Let's, so, let's see if this goes in. Yeah, and, um, you know, so I had MMA, MMA I don't know anything about, mm-hmm. occasionally a weird college play. I bet Youngstown sure. over, and I bet Youngstown. Oh, like the basketball? Yeah. College basketball? Yeah. How'd that go? Uh, lost a straight bet okay. on Youngstown minus, mm-hmm. I think it was four. They were favored by four. I kind of knew the over would be good because they don't guard anybody, but why should can score? So oh. I had to know too. That's a useful nugget. Yeah, you know, so why you can light it up? They don't defend. So uh, you look for those things. Like when you you sold me on Charlie, like all your guys' shit comes yeah. through, I immediately want to go the other way. Yeah. You guys are like, 
oh, it's the Cavs money line and the Cavs total over. I'm like, just bet against that. Those fucking dudes are in trouble. Yeah, you're, you got that. But you're like, too close to home. But you use the logic of this team is horrible, which I love against this, this, this. I'm like, yeah. that makes fucking logical sense. Yeah. So when I wanted to do an NBA parlay, I'm like, find Charlie. Who are they playing? Yeah, exactly. Who's, who's the power forward? Who's the forward? <laughs> Andrew says they don't guard the forward. So. Yeah. That's where I was headed. With yeah, that, right? I think the yeah, NBA NBA is interesting because the, the strategy I've kind of falling into is again try to find little little numbers. You know, you don't want to go too crazy, and then superstars are your are your friend. You know, because superstars what differentiates them from like a regular player is the consistency at which they do the thing they do. Right? You know, anybody can score. 15, 20, 25 points in an NBA game, 30 points. It's like, how frequently do you do that? Like, I was looking at that Knicks game uh, last night, and I missed just by a little bit, by Julius Randle, just a little bit. But, like, Tatum, over 25 points, he's averaging 30 a season, like, 30 for the season. Like, okay, if he's playing, there's a good chance he's going to get close to that number. So put that in there. Yeah, that's why when you gave me that, I started looking at that guy for Phoenix. I'm like, his averages oh, aren't Cam there. Oh, Cam Johnson. No, it wasn't there. That was yeah, just, no, that, that was, was kind a, of a... It was a bing-bong, fuck your life yeah, bomb with the guy. That, that came was out four straight threes. Specifically because he was coming back from injury. He was really the only shooter they had, and again, the Charlotte defense against power forwards. So, and yes, he immediately hit his first four three-pointers. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, bet, bet all sorts of stuff. It's there for you. Yeah, and, find, a, find a lane. Find something. Well, and like. that's where I go crazy, and you yeah. probably don't. I do first quarters, first halves, third quarters, fourth quarters, yeah. all that shit. If you're doing in-game, again, if you're going to be betting those player props, I would stay away from that. I think you get more value if, if you really love a team and you know what they do or they have tendencies. Like San Francisco seems sluggish in the first half to me. Mm-hmm. So if you did want to go somewhere, perhaps Eagles hedging, you could go Eagles first half. There's so many ways you can hedge against things, but again, you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. When you do the first halves or the first quarters, sometimes you want a number, for example, you know, you look for those Jets weird games to where you could be getting plus one and a half and you can go to halftime zero zero. Mm-hmm. Like fuck, perfect. Yeah, I yes. won money. No boy. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so it's just yeah, I'm gonna try to rein it back. I I think for me, once there wasn't sixteen games to bet, mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do. Right. Because I'm used to having fifteen to twenty three plays just on the NFL games. That's the totals, mm-hmm. the games, and then I started introducing the halves and the then the first quarters and then then 154 bets later, after four <laughs> weeks, uh, you know, then you gotta you gotta pull it back a little bit. Right, right on. Until Sunday. Yeah, then just then do what you want. All bets are off, man. The in game <laughs> shit. You keep that phone live and juice, baby. <laughs> Uh, well, I think we about covered everything. Uh, we uh, we stretched two games into 40 minutes. Yeah. So good job so, by us. Go Bengals. Go, Bengals. go 49ers. Go 49ers. That's 49ers. honestly where our heart is. Sorry, uh, Kenny Burns. Big yeah, Eagles guy. Hedge a little bit. Go Burns. You know, we, we, we know Pat's nervous, you know, just because of the <laughs> positioning and the accolades and all of that stuff. But this is not the time to be nervous, Pat. This is a real deal. I don't, real th- I, moment. I don't think he is. I think this is probably the most He's confident. not worried that we're jinxing him by throwing all this love? I don't know if he's um, as vibe-sensitive as me. Because that stuff, like, it drives me... I think you try to reverse vibe, like, oh, here we go, kid. The city's yeah, going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, obviously. That's exactly what the fuck I'm doing. And every single time I look up, you're like, I don't know. The Bengals are pretty good. Kansas City's got no chance. I'm like, can you stop? <laughs> so I can try to jinx this fucking Chiefs team that I don't want to see win another Super Bowl. So, yes, that's, ex- that's exactly yeah, what I'm like, is. he can't be genuine. No, no, of course oh, okay. not. It's, well, all, it's hard to it's understand if you're being facetious bit. or ruse well, in a text yeah, that's, message. That's true, yeah, you lose. 
a little bit of visibility. Yeah, and I'm facetious pretty constantly. Yeah, we definitely so. spite betters too. So we, we definitely true. enjoy a good yeah, spite it's, bet. It's pretty easy to get on my spite list. Yeah, so like, like fucking Giants. If Kansas City fucks this up for me, you better believe that on a hard to lose the Super Bowl. So. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you like it, tell somebody. If you don't like it, keep it to your fucking self. Don't want to hear it. (laughs) Juan Carlos, keep your eyes on the road on your way up to Buffalo, Uh, man. We appreciate you being a loyal listener. If you guys drive for a living, definitely download our shit. We're good content. We'll get you 40 minutes. Kill an hour for you. Yeah, kill an hour. We're we're not going to... like 50 miles. Yeah, you're not going to turn us off. We're pretty funny, guys. Sure. Most of the time. Can't wait for our Oscar episode. Can't wait. I've watched so far two of the movies nominated, so we'll work our way Which through two? those. I saw Top Gun in theaters, and I watched uh, Banshee of Esherine. Yeah, I'm going to have to give that a second look. I enjoyed I've that tried one. it a couple times. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about them. We'll All have right. to put big spoiler tags on our yeah. Oscar conversation. Bye, everyone. Stay safe.